Welcome inside the lab at Formula 4 Media. I am Bob McGee, and today I am speaking to you from the Wyeth Hotel in Brooklyn, New York, where I am speaking with Tim Weatherman, the founder of the Weatherman Tool Group based in Portland, Oregon, where its multi-tools are manufactured. Tim is a graduate of Oregon State University with a mechanical engineering degree, and he started his company some 35 years ago, and it's his 35th anniversary here in uh, 2018. And tonight here in Brooklyn, he is celebrating the Weatherman's 35th anniversary with a screening of a documentary on the firm called Made of Metal. Uh, good evening, Tim. Uh, congratulations on Leatherman's success in your 35th anniversary, and uh, let's get started with the podcast. Hi, Bob. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Okay. Uh, first, I've read that it took you three years to provide the prototype, to build the prototype for the original Leatherman called the Pocket Survival Tool. Could you give our listeners a brief synopsis of how and why you began the company and how it's evolved over the last 35 years? And uh, secondly, how many different tools, devices does the company make and market today? Sure. Well, actually, I'll correct you on one thing. Okay. I, I spent eight years wow. in the garage developing the pocket survival tool and looking for a customer. And as for a brief synopsis on how and why I began the company, it started when my wife and I were young and we took a budget trip to Europe. We bought a used car in Amsterdam for $300. I was uh, carrying a Boy Scout type knife, but it wasn't sufficient for the for repairing our little Fiat 600D or fixing the plumbing in the cheap hotels in which we stayed. And during the trip, I jotted down an idea, pliers to a pocket knife. And when we finished, I went to the garage to try to build what was in my mind while my wife went to work to support us. And eight years later, uh, my original concept had evolved into the pocket survival tool, and we finally got an order for 500. And with that, my co-founder and I decided to start a company to manufacture the tool, and we've been doing it ever since. Tell, tell our listeners a little bit about how the tool has evolved over the last 35 years and how many different tools and devices Weatherman makes in markets today. Mm-hmm. We started with just one tool, which grew in sales from 200 in 1983 to over 1 million in 1993. And then we started to get copies and competitors, so we needed to become much more aggressive in new product development. But all along, we had been receiving suggestions from our customers, so many of our new tools incorporated their ideas. Uh, then it turned out that we had a genius in multi-tool design working for us, and he is responsible for one of our most iconic products, the Leatherman Wave. And what is the Wave? The Wave is a Leatherman multi-tool that has some of the blades that you can access from the outside, so you can open them quickly. And it it also has every blade locks, and it has rounded, comfortable handles so that the pliers are much more comfortable to use oh, in your I hand see, than see. the original tool was. Oh, so how many, how many total number of tools did you say that you have today available uh, on the market? Today, Leatherman manufactures about 20 different uh, types of multi-tools. Many of those have variations. Why over the 35 years did you never decide to like outsource it to somewhere in Asia or some other country where you could, maybe could have built it less expensively, but perhaps not to the quality or standard that you expect? No, I never considered uh, having it made abroad in a cheap labor country. I've always wanted to, I've always been very proud of the jobs that were created in here in Portland, Oregon, and I want to keep those jobs in Portland, Oregon as long as I possibly can. Do you have a uh, factory, or how would you describe where you make them? Yes, we have a factory. We have about uh, more than 400 employees, and... About more than 300 of them are manufacturing Leatherman tools every day. Uh, just tell me a little bit about 
uh, they shipped all over the world from Portland, or? Yes, we sell the Leatherman tool in more than 70 countries around the world. There's another company in, in, in Portland named Keen that makes footwear, and they have to put on some of their product assembled in the USA. Yours is actually made in the USA, is that correct? Well, uh, that's a bit of an issue with, with uh, us as well. Oh, it is. Okay. Uh, the vast majority of the work is done in our own factory in Portland, Oregon, and the made in USA regulations are in, in, in a bit of flux at the moment. Oh, I see. And so we need to be pretty careful about how we designate the origin of our tool. Oh, I see. So sometimes maybe it says assembled in the U.S.? Or... Well, for sure we do all the assembly in the U.S., okay. and we do the vast majority of the manufacturing in the U.S. Oh. There's but Some parts that don't come from the U.S. Basically. Oh, there's like, a, like, some, like where would be the most logical place to get a corkscrew? France, right? Right. That makes sense. Makes <laughs> okay. Sense. Well, the corkscrews come from France. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Not, we're not looking for cheap labor places. We're looking for the highest quality. Um, well, secondly, uh, Tim, I want to ask you about, you know, how does your product differ from, say, the Swiss Army knife, and who is your tool best suited for? Our, uh, some people describe our Leatherman tool as a Swiss Army knife on steroids. Oh, wow. So it's a, a much better, but has many, many more of the things you could use it for, apparently. Yes. With a Leatherman tool, you get uh, in this, about the same size and space and weight as a Swiss Army knife, you get full-size, full-strength pliers. Needle nose okay. pliers, oh. regular pliers, and wire cutters. Oh. And you also get all the usual implements and other types of pocket knives. Distribution again. So outdoorsmen, fishermen, all types of people in the sporting industry beyond other professions could use your, do use your product, correct? Correct. Our customer categories, I divide them into three different sections. The first one is the one you mentioned, the outdoor recreationists, I call them. Okay. And that's everything from hunting to bird watching. The whole spectrum, camping, fishing, biking, hiking, all, all everything outdoor related. Okay. And that's where that's our biggest market segment. Okay. And then another one is what I call the do-it-yourselfer, the people that have the tool in their home or apartment to take care of things in, the, in, in their daily life. And then the third category are what I call the professional users, people who own the Leatherman tool and use it on the job. That could range from, um, from plumbers and carpenters to policemen to soldiers, okay. firemen, uh, military, various people that use the tool on the job. And they have it on hand in their pocket or attached or their, in their kit or whatever they have it to use. Right. They're always, they're, it's always with them when they're at their work. I mean, how is your tool and used in consumer life changed? How have you seen it change in its use since 1983? And has that had you develop additional tools for your company, you know, perhaps all to the original Leatherman? The uses for the Leatherman tool have been pretty consistent since okay. 1983 over the last 35 years. But there have been a couple of events that have been had an impact on us. Uh, one of them is... 9-11, and that had an impact on when and how people carry the tool. Okay, right. Uh, and then a, and I guess I should add that a Leatherman tool is perfectly okay to take on board an airplane. Well, Tim, with all the invention and all the ingenuity you've done at Leatherman over the last 35 years, and you mentioned uh, who's your uh, genius inventor here? Uh, Our genius designer's right. name is, his name is Ben Rivera. Well, how have you, with Ben and everything he's done and you've done for the company, protected yourself and the company against, you know, knockoffs from, you know, cheap knockoffs from other companies, other firms? We do file for patents on everything, there, everything that we can possibly get a patent on, but uh, it doesn't really stop stop the copiers. <laughs> so basically, we have a, copies out there that are one tenth our price, but one twentieth our quality, and and but most consumers they see the the cheap one. On the on the blister pack, and they'll 
buy a, buy it for ten dollars. Realize the concept is good, but the quality is terrible. Oh, I see. And then the next time they go back, they're willing to take a look at the hundred dollar Leatherman tool, which is guaranteed for twenty five years, which means it's five dollars a year instead of. So it's, or, the, authentic, it's the authentic real deal. Let me let me let me don't not act like I'm an idiot on your broadcast. But they'll buy the hundred dollar Leatherman tool, which is guaranteed for twenty five years at four dollars a year instead of a ten dollar knockoff every year. I think in the next uh, five to ten years, you'll see the next big advance in the evolution of multi-tools come from Leatherman. Well, Tim, I understand. Let's talk a little bit about the use of Leatherman in movies. Has Superhero used your product in the movies? And also, maybe if you have a couple of consumer anecdotes, consumers writing in how they've used uh, your products in saving their life or a situation they got in and able to use the Leatherman to help them. Sure. We've been in various movies over the years. One of the very first, not even a product placement, just, they just bought the tool and used it in the movie, was a movie called Speed. Oh, with Keanu Reeves. With Keanu Reeves. And another one later on was Rush Hour Jackie Chan and I understand we're in a movie that was just released and is currently in theaters called A Quiet Place with John Krasinski. Oh, yeah, right, from The Office. Oh, very good. So people, you can go to a local theater now and uh, see the uh, Leatherman being used in a, in, a, in, a, in a movie. Right, and when I go to see it, I can write off the ticket as a business <laughs> right. expense. Very good, very good. <laughs> and, I just, and so just finally about that, have consumers written into your company about using your product and saving them in a situation? Yes, we've gotten many, many hundreds, even thousands of testimonials of, of the customers using the tool from everything from saving a step to saving a trip to saving a life. And we've got uh, we've had uh, at least two uh, testimonials of a Leatherman tool stopping a bullet. Wow. Wow, that's very cool. And we've gotten lots of testimonials of saving human lives. We've gotten testimonials of people taking the tool to Africa and fixing uh, some of these vehicles in Africa and Asia are pretty a mishmash of pretty much everything. Oh, I see. And then well, using a Leatherman tool to, to repair vehicles and keep them keep them going on their trips. I mean, I, again, I mentioned the movie thing, but I could see like a superhero cutting himself out of a situation <laughs> or something, getting tied up by the bad guy and cutting himself using his Leatherman tool or unscrewing something to get himself out of the situation he's in. Uh, thank you for your insights today, uh, and best of luck with your company. I've been speaking with Tim Leatherman at the company. 35th anniversary bash here in Brooklyn, New York, and you've been listening to Inside the Lab at Formula 4 Media. This is Bob McGee.